Town Square Media Station. With your host, Drew Kirby. Yeehaw! Okay, okay! Holy cow! Yeah, I have your attention, please. Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning. Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsey. Ah, uh, this is Craig Morgan. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5. Thank you for coming in and joining us here on the program. We've got a big show today. We're talking to Janet and Matt Hahn from Wyoming Game and Fish. There's trouble lurking for trout in the area. We've had a few days of uh, cooler weather, but it has been hot this summer. We'll talk about how the stress is really affecting the trout and what you can do to, uh, you know, help the trout uh, make it through. Uh, also, we have an outdoor legend, Jim Crowley, a longtime friend of mine. He's going to give you some ideas of maybe how you can help uh, the trout by fishing for different species. And country music star Russell Dickerson. He kicked off his career with the song called Yours, and he's on the program today so that uh, you know he shows how much he loves the outdoors and and i've known russell for a long time so uh stick around we've got a lot to cover throughout this entire show and of course if you have any questions for any of uh, the uh, the guests that are on today uh, if you have a, get, a question for wyoming game and fish that you want answered maybe you've had a question for a long time you can't ever get anyone you can go to the my country mobile app and send me a message directly and i will make sure that wyoming game and fish uh, will answer that question and they want to answer your questions as that's why they're there they're there to help us all out they're there to help the wildlife and uh, and to make sure that conservation is being uh, observed by everyone that is taking advantage of the outdoors. So we're going to get the, the show started. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you have show ideas, or if you have harvested a big animal or a nice fish, we want to see those, you can do that all at the My Country mobile app. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors. My Country 95.5. Filming, hooking, and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5. Welcome back to the program on My Country 95.5. One of the big parts of this show is Wyoming Game and Fish. One of the first organizations I contacted with this show was Game and Fish because it's so important to the outdoor industry that we're all on the same page. And we have Janet and Matt Hahn in here today. And one of the things that we have mentioned is that Fish and Game is out to make sure that everyone is doing things properly when it comes to hunting and fishing in the outdoors, but also the health of the wildlife and the fish. Exactly. And that's one of the things that, that we really want to do for the people. You know, we are, um, as I've said before, for conserving wildlife, serving people. And so we want to make sure that what we can take care of the wildlife 
and in this case that would be the fish and make sure that the people are still enjoying themselves as well and right now that can be fairly tricky because we've had a lot of really hot temperatures this summer it is affecting the temperatures of the water and we've had a lot of of different um, reports from people saying things like "Uh uh-oh Yesness Pond has um, some dead trout in it what's going on and so that's when we engage our fisheries biologists and and they're out on the ground looking at at what we can do to to make this situation better. Matt does this happen every summer or is it just on the extremely hot years? We mostly have problems on the abnormally warm years. Yeah, I've been in Casper working in fisheries since 2006 and I can only think of three or four summers over that time where we've had um, temperatures in a lot of different places that were warm enough to really impact um, trout. And really what we're talking about here is is trout. Um, fish are usually uh, recreational fish that we have around here kind of lumped into three categories. You have the cold water species, which would be trout, grayling, whitefish, cool water species, which are walleye, perch, um, and then your warm water species, which are largemouth bass, catfish, crappie, you know, any of the sunfish like that. So we certainly don't have the heat and stuff like they would get in, say, Southern California or, or down in the southeast part of the country. They're well adapted to deal with really warm temperatures. So we typically don't have temperature problems with with warm water species here at our elevation. Um, most of our cool water species live in our biggest reservoirs. The reservoirs are deep and they, those fish can always find cool enough water. And then you get into the trout. Most trout species will prefer water temperatures in the, you know, say the mid 50 to low 60 degree range. And when you start getting up water temperatures over 70, uh, the fish really start to get stressed. And then when you get up over about 77 degrees, it actually can be lethal. And they can survive higher temperatures for short periods of time as long as the temperatures fall at night again and, and allow the, the fish to recover. And, and so what we've had a little bit of this year is uh, daytime temperatures in the high 90s, um, but not really cooling off that much at night, you know, and it's only getting down into the high 60s, low 70s at night and then warming back up into the 90s by 10, 11 in the morning again. Um, that's really tough on, on trout species in particular. And one of the things that's happened, um, you know, this year is we've alluded to in other shows that we had those good storms that kind of hit Casper, and that's been kind of a saving grace for a lot of our waters is that we do have, um, you know, a little bit more water than other areas of the state. So the severe drought and the low water temperatures really play into the, or the low water levels really play into this as well and, and really affect the temperatures. Yeah, and it, you know, it's, it's important to point out, you know, on the really popular fisheries like, say, the reservoirs, whether it be Pathfinder, Seminole, Alcova, whatever, um, those lakes, like I mentioned before, are deep. They're large volume of water. They don't tend to heat up as quickly as, as a smaller stream. Um, we, we don't really see problems on those systems. Uh, then the, the North Platte, the tailwater, so a tailwater river meaning the river comes out of a out of a reservoir and so the water's coming off the bottom of the reservoir generally so if you take gray reef for example the water comes off the bottom of alcova reservoir and when it comes out of the dam you know it's in the 50 degree range to begin with the river fishery gray reef miracle mile um, and fremont canyon 
we don't tend to see temperature problems in there until you get way downstream, like say down by Glenrock. Um, if it's really hot, you can, we, we've seen some trout mortality down there in the past, but where we do have problems are in small ponds. So like Yesness Pond where, you know, we lost probably the majority of the trout population in there here a few weeks ago. Um, the water temperature was in the mid seventies at eight o'clock in the morning oh, wow. when I went and measured it. And so, you know, it's not cooling down at night. Uh, it's only going to go up from there during the day. And, you know, when you get into that high seventies, uh, you get into what's called the critical thermal maxima, which is a, just kind of a, a temperature at which you can expect the majority of your population to die. And so with rainbow trout, that's at about 84 degrees is where you would expect hundred percent mortality. Um, your 50% mortality rate is at around 77 degrees. So mostly, you know, the, when, when you're catching and releasing a lot of fish during the day and the water temperature is really high, you know, even though you're releasing everything, you can actually cause a lot of mortality if, if it's too warm. And so that delayed mortality, you know, that, that functions just like somebody was keeping fish, you know, because the fish is removed from the population ultimately. So under normal ideal conditions, catch and release hooking mortality on trout, especially caught with, with artificial flies or lures is, is really low. I mean, it's less than 1%. We're talking to Matt Hahn from Wyoming, Game and Fish. Fish mortality is something really causing an issue this year. How can we combat this? Head to the high country, uh, go up into the mountains where temperatures even in a hot summer typically aren't aren't bad. Um, you can switch species, you know, midsummer, late summer is a great time to go fish for bass and bluegill, things like that, where, you know, trout are stressed over 70 degrees, bass and bluegill don't really get stressed until water temperatures darn near 90 degrees. And I don't know anywhere around here where we'd ever hit 90 degree water. There's a lot of different options um, and it's just up to individual anglers to just understand like you know if i'm fishing deer creek and the water temperature 73 74 degrees i probably shouldn't be releasing catch and release fishing if you were going to switch species say we're going to go try to catch bass where are some places people could go for that you know one of the really great resources we have for people to find to find different places to fish is we have on our website there's an online kind of interactive fishing guide where you can go to a map and um, it's linked to our databases where we have what species are present in, in different waters. And so you can filter it and search. So you could say, I want to catch largemouth bass and, and run that search and it'll show you all the waters. You can check that out at wgfd.yo.gov. Uh, Janet and Matt, I, I love talking to you guys because this is interesting. No matter how scientific it gets, uh, be part of the solution and not the problem. And go check out the website if you need more information about fishing here uh, maybe you want to take a break from trout now would be a good time to do that so get over there and check it out thanks guys thanks Jerry. wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors here we go my country 95.5 coming it's wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on my country 95.5 it's my country 95.5 back into the program and i love talking to game and fish and uh, as we were talking to game and fish just a few minutes ago uh, they recommended that when the weather is warm and the water is warm that maybe you take a break on trout and try something else one of the warmer water fish like bass or walleye or uh, even sunfish and and crappie are options 
there. So I thought maybe you don't have that much experience with that type of fishing because most everyone around here is uh, loving on the salmon and the trout, uh, some on walleye. So I brought in uh, an expert, a guy that I have known for the better part of 20 years, uh, Jim Crowley with uh, Jim Crowley Outdoors. You can find him uh, all over the web and all over Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Jim is quite the angler and has been angling for a long time and works with some really big names in the fishing and hunting world. And Jim, I appreciate you coming on this program. Oh, my friend, it's good to talk to you again. And like we always say, I'm the I'm the best expert that you have on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is exactly right. Now, Jim, <laughs> you uh, you have been fishing since you were a, a wee young lad oh, yeah. with your oh, your yeah. dad. One of the first things that you and your dad did was bonding time was out in a boat or on a dock doing some fishing. So you have uh, fished quite a little bit throughout your life. Yeah, I've been I've been really blessed and you know fortunate that way my dad literally had me in a boat when i was three years old my first fish was a white bass was caught in a fox river uh in illinois and i think at this point right now i've fished in about six or seven different countries um i've worked in the outdoor industry uh specific or pretty much with a lot of fishing companies for the better part of almost three decades now and uh it's it's been a blast every year just seems to get better and better and we're actually going out tomorrow to film another episode for um for Jim Crowley Outdoors and and um it's fun and and this has been just a great it's been a great summer the bass fishing has been absolutely phenomenal and um and I agreed with definitely what your game and fish said there about since trout are such a cold water species this time of year. And if you guys have been having a really hot spell, it's really a pretty good idea to lay off them for a little bit. You know, a lot of the musky fishermen in the Midwest kind of do that too, because the muskies can be, you know, they're, they're a hardy fish, but they can be, it, it's really tough on them. There's, there's a lot of stress on them in hot weather and trout are the same way. You know, I fished for trout in, in a lot of different places and, and they can be, they can, this time of year, especially in some of those shallow streams that hot weather that makes them more susceptible and, and if you can lay off them just for a little bit um, it's going to be better for them so one of the recommendations from game and fish was to try something different and i wanted to yeah. get you on because you could give great tips and inside of what a bass would try to hit during this warmer time and and even the crappie that uh, that we have out here i mean there when you get a fish like that they're almost the same everywhere you go you just have to treat them a little different right. Right, reservoirs are the same pretty much throughout the country. Now, obviously, some are going to be bigger and smaller, and, and you just break them down. You know, I'm not going to try to fish a massive reservoir all in a day or two. I'll pick an area of the reservoir that, that looks good on a map to me, and then I'll focus my, you know, attention on those. But I'm sure you get a lot of ponds around there and, and small lakes or reservoirs or even some river systems. And bass this time of year are going to be the same all throughout the country. I was in Florida a couple of weeks ago, and we were, you know, I we were catching fish on bladed jigs or some people know as chatterbaits. That's always a great option when you have some kind of grass or wood in the water. Bladed jigs are always a fantastic bait. And they will work throughout the year. Fishing a frog right now is really is really hot. We just did a we were up in Wisconsin uh last week in Lacrosse filming a show on and catching fish out of uh duckweed on frogs and around stand you know uh, standing weeds and things like that. And a frog is a great, great bait to fish for bass in the summertime. It's also a really big fish bait. And then for a lot of the guys who like lighter line, 
We've talked, you and I have talked in the past about a wacky worm before, which is basically just a stick type worm that you hook in the middle with a thin wire hook. You can throw it on a spinning rod on about eight pound test line. And if you just want to learn to catch bass, that is just one of the best lures out there when the water is relatively clear to just be able to catch a fish, throw them around boat docks, throw them around lay downs, around little patches of weeds. And if there's a bass there, I don't care if it's largemouth or smallmouth, they just about can't resist a wacky worm. And for the crappies, if you've got weed lines there or docks in deeper water, some of the crappies and some of the bluegills are going to be holding around that. So small tube jigs, real light line, four to six pound test. The clearer the water, the lighter I go. Maybe a one sixteenth or one thirty second ounce jig head, which is a little minnow, minnow colored like a silver or a white, or even you can't go wrong with black and chartreuse tube, and just swimming it real slowly next to the docks or next to the weed lines are always a great little panfish bait. So there's plenty of stuff and plenty of different techniques and lures to use this time of year. Jim Crowley from Jim Crowley Outdoors. I do appreciate everything. And if anyone has any more questions for you or want to see any more examples, where can they find you? You can find us Hook and Hunt TV, our channel on Roku. You can also find it on Fire TV. And it'll still be Hook and Hunt TV for the next couple weeks, and then eventually everything will turn over to Jim Crowley Outdoors. Just type in Hook and Hunt TV or type in Jim Crowley Fishing. You'll find some of what we do. Awesome. My man, thank you so much. It's always great to talk to you. You bet, buddy. Send you. God bless you and all your listeners. Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. (laughs) My Country 95.5. Wyoming and hunting outdoors. My country, 95.5. Welcome back to the program. And we have a direct line to Nashville and a lot of the biggest stars. And one of the biggest up-and-coming stars over the last few years is Russell Dickerson. He's had a few number ones. He's got a nice family, and he's a lover of the outdoors. And we've got him on the show this morning. Hello, Russell. What's up, y'all? How you feeling? Doing great. How are you doing, man? Oh, bro, I'm feeling amazing. (laughs) Russell, your son, Remington, is about to turn one. I sure hope you are in the process of planning this huge party. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. Yes, indeed. It's that time of year. How big of a party is that first birthday going to be? You know, it's going to be a Disney World size birthday party. (laughs) I can only imagine. Now, here's the deal. Your son's name is Remington, so I assume you're planning to pass down the hunting and fishing uh, enjoyment that you get? Honestly, I mean, that's how it works, you know? You just hand, you pass the baton down to the younger generation. Now, Russell, you and I have known each other for a few years now. As a matter of fact, when you got started with your first song, Yours, it was just coming out, and you relayed the story about you and your wife shooting that video, and she was in the back of a car as you're walking down the road. And, and it's nice to see how much things have progressed along with you and Kaylee. What are some of the biggest changes happening for you right now? Uh, well, man, you know, I've, uh, I've got a new writing studio here, like right next to my house. I'm already deep into record three right now. And I get, and I was talking to my manager yesterday. I mean, it's like, it's better songs than I've ever written. So it's just like, it's a blessing to just keep, keep the hits coming and keep just great songs on the roll. 
I've been asking a lot of folks about how 2020 has changed the way that you write. Now, you have a set bunch of folks that you like to write with, but now you could expand that with the way that technology has been advanced into songwriting. Has that helped you, or do you think it's hurt you? Oh, no, it's definitely helped, you know, because now I can hop on the computer and write with somebody in L.A. I can write with somebody, you know, literally anywhere. And so it, it, it takes a while to figure out kind of a flow and a vibe through a computer. But once you figure that out, it's really awesome to kind of have that, that uh, you know, just a different texture, a different writer. It's awesome. As we wrap up 2021, which I say wrap up, we're, we have four months left. The very important part of the year is deer season. And you're going to be on the road with Florida Georgia Line. I know. I know. I'm sitting here looking at my bow right now. I just got my corn out, you know, getting the deer kind of familiar with the property. And, uh, you know, if all I can do is look at them on my trail cam, then, you know, it is what it is. We're out here with Florida Georgia Line, so I can't really complain. So uh, if that's all it is, that's great. But I'm going to try to get some this year. So when are you going to take the little guy out with you? Is that going to be something this year? When he's old enough to to be quiet, you know, when he knows when he knows how to be quiet, then then, uh, then he'll go on his first hunt. Now you also do some uh, some duck hunting too, don't you? You're just kind of an outdoor yep. lover. Oh man, if it's outside, I am in. I'm in mountain biking, any sort of hunting, hiking, running, any anything. I love it. Have you ever used the inspiration of sitting in a deer stand or a duck blind or just being in nature as a songwriting tool? Like, has it inspired you anyway? Oh, yeah. I mean, if nothing, if nothing else, then just kind of to quiet your mind and be still for a second to think about life and think about, you know, being a dad, being a husband. It always is a good, like, headspace to clear your mind and, and just rejuvenate your body because on the road, man, it's like there's always some sort of noise. There's always like a generator or, you know, rolling down the highway, rumbling or a band or, you know, just like there's always noise going on. And so when you get up there in the deer stand, man, it's just like it's such a much needed peaceful place. And it, it definitely is enough to uh, to bring you down to earth, you know, because I mean, you, you live a high lifestyle, a high-profile lifestyle, and the deer, they don't care about an autograph or a picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And they ain't going to come close just because, you know, it's RD. They ain't going to, you know. It's like I got to hunt just like everybody else hunts, and that's what I love about it. That's awesome. Well, Russell, man, we look forward to everything happening, like the big first birthday next month. Uh, also, yeah. anytime you're out in Wyoming, man, we want you to stop by. We've got lots of fish to catch and uh, and hunts to go on. And I'll babysit. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing. I'm in. <laughs> well, Russell, I kind of thought that was going to be the answer. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. Hey, man, thank you all for having me. I appreciate the time. See y'all soon, man. Have you hooked a big fish or harvested a beast of an animal? Let us know all about it at the My Country mobile app. You're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. <laughs> My Country 95.5, Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on My Country 95.5.
What a great day it's been as we've had lots of guests from the Wyoming Game and Fish. You can go check those uh, men and women out and uh, find out lots of details. They actually have a great fish finder type of an uh, application on their website. Go to wgfd.yo.gov and you can find out about uh, fishing areas around the state if you're looking for something other than trout, which they recommended during the hot times. So when the water temperature is up, then uh, given those trout some uh, stress relievers by not going out and interrupting them throughout the day when it's hot and the water's warm. Uh, so they gave a suggestion. If you want to do the trout fishing, go to a higher elevation or maybe even switch species uh, fishing for bass or walleye. And we brought in fishing expert Jim Crowley from uh, Jim Crowley Outdoors. You can go hit him up online there, too. He's been a longtime friend of mine, and he's been a longtime bass fisherman who uh, who knows what he's doing? He knows the uh, the products that you need to get and the equipment that will make a very uh, a very successful trip out doing some bass fishing. If you want to uh, get out and do some of that around the area, and there's lots of uh, fish to catch here in the Wyoming state. I mean, there's so many options here. Now, if uh, we also talked to Russell Dickerson, of course, an outdoorsman and a country music star. He's had multiple number ones. Going out on tour with Florida Georgia Line here in uh, the fall, which they're all good buddies anyway, and that's one of the great things about the camaraderie in uh, in the country music world is they all uh, get along, they all have fun together, they go hunt together, they fish together, and uh, Russell, a great guy. So um, thanks so much, Russ, for coming on the show. Now, the Wyoming Wildlife Task Force, uh, Task Force, sorry, they're going to be here in Casper on September 1st at the Hilton Garden Inn. It's open to the public if you would like to go check that out and be present for that full day uh, conversation, or you can do it online with a Zoom, and you can go check out all the uh, details about what's going to go on there at the Wyoming Wildlife Task Force dot com. Uh, they're going to continue the discussions on the increasing the resident opportunities for deer, elk, and antelope, as well as private landover landowner uh, matters. So, if this interests you, or if this affects you at all. Uh, make sure that you're there or at least checking out the information that's being passed along again at Wyoming Wildlife Task Force.com. We do appreciate you listening in and joining us here on Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5, Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors with Drew Kirby. If you have a question, want to make a comment, or have an idea for a show topic, message us on the My Country mobile app. My Country 95.5. KW 